You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Matt Stavis from Power Home Solar. Now, let's talk a little bit about Power Home Solar. Now, we all want to at least be a little bit greener. Maybe not everybody, maybe more than, than less, but you've probably seen solar panels popping up on homes and businesses in your neighborhood. If you haven't, they'll probably come up there soon, but let's find out, is that right for you? How does solar even work specifically with Charlotte's tree-lined streets? Now, our next guest is here to help. Matt is the Director of Utility, Commercial, and Industrial Solutions for Power Home Solar. He knows a thing or two about residential solar, and we're so excited to learn more about that. Now, if he's not working on residential solar, he's watching his kids play soccer. We'll talk about that a little bit later, and we have one hell of a story that you're not going to want to miss. But thank you so much, Matt. Welcome to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Excited to be here. Matt, good morning. Yes, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, so, Brian gave a great introduction as always, uh, but give us your story on Power Home Solar. Yeah, so Power Home itself is one of the largest uh, solar installers in the uh, in the country, or ranks somewhere between number five and six, depending on on which ranking you uh, look at. We're in 15 states. We'll probably be in another three or four um, before the end of the year, and it, it, it's really a rocket ship. Company was started back in, in in 2015. I think they had I don't know 15 or 20 employees. Um, we've crossed I, I want to say the 2200 mark in employees uh, just this year um, across our territories. Um, the Carolinas are, are, are one of our biggest uh, markets. Our, our corporate headquarters are actually right in uh, right in Mooresville. So this is uh, this is home to us. And I joined the company about a year and a half ago, actually a year and nine months ago, I think, at this uh, this stage. And I've been in the energy space for for quite some time. Sold all sorts of different things in, in energy, from uh, you know more efficient big industrial air conditioners to energy efficiency software that helps folks run their buildings more effectively um, to big uh, what's called combined heat and power, which is essentially uh, on-site uh, electricity plants for really big users, hospitals and universities. And this opportunity to join Power Home came about. And, you know, I'd always looked at solar. It always been something that was was interesting, but, you know, it was really hard to, to get it to pencil out, right? Panels were expensive and the technology wasn't really, uh, really where it needed to be. And then really over the past, you know, five, six, seven years as Power Home has sort of come into existence and and uh, and started doing these things, the, the technology has really taken off. The economics have gotten so much better. Um, the battery technology that you can add within the houses and, and, and sort of some of these creative financing vehicles that have, have come alive, as well as some of the, uh, the the tax credits and incentives are available. It just really has created this, this perfect storm where you're seeing it with Power Home, you're seeing it with some of our competitors and the industry is just exploding. Um, and it's, I was talking about this this morning with, 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 with someone else, but, you know, I, we've been looking at sort of this transition from fossil fuels to, to more renewables and, and looking at natural gas as sort of this bridge technology to get us there. And, you know, it felt like we were going to need that bridge and just 
you know, now in my, you know, year and a half, two years here at Power Home, it just feels like that bridge isn't going to need to be nearly as long, that we're going to be able to start making these transitions much quicker, which will be great for everybody economically, It'll be great for the planet. It'll just be a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing. And to your point, I mean, as I drive around and travel and all of that, me as a consumer, I see more and more use of solar energy, especially especially in eastern North Carolina. You you run down one of those flat highways to the coast and, and you look to your left and right and what used to be a soybean field is now full of solar panels. And you see it on residences and see it on businesses and things like that. Um, what do you... I heard you say that the technology has come a long way, but outside of that, what do you contribute that to? Uh, are folks I mean, able to make money on the power, sell it back to the grid? Like, tell us a little yeah, bit more I'm, about that. Yeah, I mean, selling it back to the grid and the economics of it, it really depends on sort of where you are, who your utility is, what the rules are. The, 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 the rules are different. I mean, you can walk across the street, you have a different utility, different different right. rules. So all those things are, are different. But I think even, you know, the economics, like I said, have gotten better. They've gotten better at making panels. Panels are cheaper. We've gotten better at installing them. The supplemental technologies are better. All that stuff is better and the economics are working better, particularly as electric rates go up, right? The higher your, 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 cost is from your current provider versus uh what you were paying the 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 better the economics of the panels because the price of the panels is, is coming down whereas the price of electricity is is continuing to go up so th- that's one aspect but i think really over overarching that is really just i i, I think as uh, as communities and and a country and really as the world i think you're seeing more and more folks that are are, are care about where their energy is coming from. They care about the environment. They're realizing that, you know, putting toxic fumes in the air is probably not a good idea. And the fact is with solar, with wind, with hydro, with all of these different renewable technologies that are out there, we have the opportunity to, um, to, to inflect on that. And, you know, the fact is we have a number of sort of very large companies out there that are seeing their consumers want these more sustainable uh, products and they're pushing their supply chain to, to be more sustainable, take carbon out of it. Um, I think Walmart has a 20 gigaton challenge or some, some, something like that. It's a, it's an astronomically large number and they're pushing that all down through their supply chain. So if you work with Walmart, you have to find a way to decarbonize your uh, your, your operations and, and, and use less carbon. And solar is a great part of that uh, solution. And the cool thing from a business perspective with solar, you put those panels up on your roof or you make a ground mount right in front of your facility, it's there. You see it. And yeah. it, it really serves as a really powerful proof point of, of sustainability. And, you know, on the residential side, which is where the majority of our, our, our business is done and where our growth has been historically, um, you know, you're seeing homeowners with that same uh, same idea. I mean, we sell homeowners on three value propositions. Um, cost savings, obviously. Resiliency with when we put batteries in and we put batteries in with most of our systems. And finally, being more sustainable, being more green. It's something that that more and more people care about. And it's really, I think, the overarching uh part that's making this happen. I mean, we sell lots of deals on the commercial side where, you know, frankly, the economics aren't that great. The the ROIs are over 10 years on, on, on some of these projects, but they're still doing it because they want to have that proof point out there. And it's worth it to these businesses to sort of show it from a, from a marketing perspective. 
Yeah, perception becomes reality, right? Like, exactly. From that perspective. Tell me about how this works from buying, leasing, tax incentives. You know, I think more from a residential standpoint, I think a lot of people would be interested to know, you know, how that works. Yeah, so it's complicated, right? It's not a, a simple financial transaction. There's, you know, it's 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 a pretty high ticket price item. You know, somebody's going to be spending, you know, mid five figures on these uh, these types of systems. And I think one of the reasons we've been so successful at, at, at Powerhome is we've simplified this process and made it easier for our for our customers. We've partnered with some great financial uh, institutions and, and, and loan providers who are able to offer financing at a, at a great rate over a long term, right? So we can amortize that loan over 20, 25 years at, a, at an interest rate, you know, in the two to 3% range, um, which is which is amazing, right? So it lowers your, your monthly payment significantly. And the end of the day, using this loan, a lot of our customers are able to, you know, save a little bit on their their monthly electric bill, get the uh, get the solar panels and get batteries all there with nothing out of uh, out of pocket in a lot of a uh, lot of cases. So that's kind of the model that, that that we've used. Our customers either they they pay in cash or they use one of these financing products. Other things th- these financing products do that's kind of cool is there's an investment tax credit right now from the from the federal government. It's a 26% tax credit. Now, I'm not a tax expert and you need to talk to your accountant and everything all those other disclaimers that we we put out there, but essentially uh, what, what what happens is if you have a tax obligation, you can essentially take off 26% of your uh, your solar system off that tax obligation. And you have five years to use that. So if say this year you didn't owe any taxes, but next year you did, you could use it the use it the following uh, following year. The important thing to note is it's not a refundable credit. So if you don't have a tax obligation, you're not going to get that that money back. But for a lot of people, it, it, it's really, uh, it's there, it's super helpful. Um, and the finance products allow you to uh, essentially treat it as if you've gotten that tax credit for up to 18 months. So there's like a special payment due 18 months, which essentially be the value of the ITC. And if you make that payment, great, your payments stay at sort of the level that you have there. If you don't want to make that payment, the loan re-amortizes and you, you have a higher payment. So you have that flexibility as the owner. So these creative financing products can really help. Um, there's some other structures out there that we don't um, offer at, at, at Powerhome because we really, you know, as a company, believe our customers should own their power. But there's things called power purchase agreements and, and lease structures where a third party would essentially own the system and you would pay for the power that the system uh, produced. And from day one, essentially, your power rate would be lower than what it is today. But you wouldn't own that system. It would be owned by somebody else and they would take advantage of the tax credits and and, and incentives that were uh, were there so there's a lot of different models and you know it's one of those I would say enabling factors that that have allowed solar to start proliferating the way that it that it has tell me about if I was a homeowner you know in Charlotte in general we have a lot of trees which is awesome I live on an acre and my house is pretty much surrounded by trees now I'll tell you my roof gets sun all the time but how, what's the process of, of, of getting in touch with you, having somebody come out and evaluate it? I have to imagine it's kind of like if you got DirecTV. You know, they're going to come over there and tell you if that dish is going to hit the sky in the right way to hit that satellite so you can get it. 
Um, and that might be a terrible analogy, but tell me about what's that process if there were a homeowner right now listening that is interested and wants you to come out and, and do you give them kind of, you know, the analytics around what that could work or what that could look like? Yeah, so it's a great, uh, great question. So it's one of the things I think we do a really good job at. So, you know, getting in touch with us is as simple as calling us 1-800-POWER-90. That gets you in touch with us and can get an appointment. And essentially what happened, whoever you talk to on the phone will pull up your, your home and sort of pre-qualify you. They'll do a quick screen of the uh, of the home, see if it looks like it's something that could uh could uh, benefit from uh, from solar. We would then send out one of our, our energy uh, energy consultants, and our energy consultant would go through and essentially put that house into our software uh, software platform, and that platform models what's going to happen. So it ha- we use LIDAR radar as uh, as part of it. So it knows exactly how high those trees are. It's got all sorts of algorithms in there to model how much sun is going to hit that roof at any given uh, any given time. We use uh, 30 years of past weather data to understand, you know, what are the patterns for rainy days, clouds, all of those things. And all of those factors and more that I'm not even mentioning go into this model, which ends up spitting out how much uh, electricity we'll be able to produce in an average year from that uh, from that system. It then takes that number and in combination with uh, with an electric rate database that we have models essentially how much you're going to pay moving forward from the solar system. So the financing for the solar system and your remaining electric bill. So it's important to note that we set these systems up in parallel with the utility. We do not create these islanded systems and take you off the grid. If you want to go off the grid, we're not the the company to to talk to. We're we're working in partnership with the utility and we're typically going to offset anywhere from say 60 to 90% of your electric uh, electric usage with the uh, with the panels. Um, so we'll model that all out and right there in that sit with our energy consultant, they will develop a whole proposal for you that shows you how much you're going to produce, um, what your ongoing costs are going to be for electric and what your projected savings would be factoring in all available local incentives, uh, the tax credits and everything else. So you're able in that meeting to understand all of the aspects of of what's going to, uh, going to happen, including how shade from trees in your yard is going to to impact it. And, you know, if you have a roof, that's a hundred percent covered by trees, we're going to be the first to tell you, you know, solar might not be a good fit for you unless you want (laughs) to cut down a bunch of those trees. That's right. So what, like if I were interested today and, and I called you, what does that process look like and how long does it take? And, and at what stage, like say you're new construction, at what stage would we need to reach out to you to get, get that sort of going? Yeah, so new construction is a little bit uh, a little bit different. Let's just talk with the uh, to start with anyway the existing home that's already up there, and we have an established baseline of energy use and bills. You call us up, we'll get somebody out there within a, a couple of days to to go evaluate the uh, evaluate the home. We would typically, if solar is a good fit and you're interested, be able to get you under contract financed and everything else in that initial meeting with the uh, with the energy consultant. And then it takes 
uh, anywhere from 60 to 90 days to get the uh, the system up and running. And quite honestly, the biggest uh, the biggest sort of uh, time crunch in that whole thing is just getting the approvals from the local jurisdictions and the uh, and the utility to do it. We can install these systems in a day or two. And in, 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 in most cases, there's just a whole ton of paperwork that has to happen to get the appropriate approvals and make sure the designs are right and everything else. And it's important to note. And I think, um, you know, homeowners in general and, and businesses in general should should be aware of this you know power home we use 100 percent our own employees for all of this uh this process there's a lot of companies out there that are just sales organizations and they subcontract out all of the uh permitting construction and likewise there's companies that just do the construction and they sub out the the, the sales part of it so we do all of it from uh, from soup to nuts and you know i think it that that whole one throat to choke gives you a little bit of a a, a better advantage. So, you know, when you're shopping around and looking for companies to do this, you know, folks that have all of that in-house, you know, I think end up, you end up with a better result. Good to know. Yeah, that's so cool. I, you know, it, it, it kind of shocks me. I remember when, when solar started to come out and it's been around for a while, but you know, when it was first coming out, it was almost like, this is not even, you know, a, an option. The technology wasn't there. It was, it was so expensive. I kind of look at it like flat screen TVs. Remember flat screen TVs when they first came out, it was like a 32 inch was like 10 6, grand. Yeah. Bucks. You're like, what in the, <laughs> yep. now you can get a, a, a 60 inch TV for about a 199 out there at Best Buy. It might not be a Samsung, but you can get one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, where, do you see the future? Because with solar energy, it just it just makes sense. Like, why is this not something that is on every building, right? Why is this not something that, that people are not only taking serious, but it's a way to stay more green? Uh, clearly, the costs have started to, to come down. And is that something that you guys are having conversations with, you know, local governments and the munis- munis- eh, municipalities and everything else that, that would get to that point? I, I, it just kind of, it shocks me. Like, we got roofs everywhere. If it makes sense, let's do it. We do. And, and it, it makes sense. You're going to see more and more of them. I mean, yeah. first off, there's just some roofs that are never going to be a good fit right. for solar. Right. Shade, the roof is 30 years old. You know, you can pick a reason. We, you know, we bring in a tremendous amount of leads every uh, every month. And, you know, I tell you, only a small fraction of them are actually good fits for for solar for for any number of reasons. So that's that that's part of the reason. And that's why, you, you know, in conjunction with your own rooftop solar, you're also seeing so many of these community solar type of uh, engagements or possibilities where you can buy green power from your, uh, your your utility for folks who, you know, don't have the option. You're, you know, you're renting your home. You don't own it or you're in an apartment. You don't own it. It's really hard for you to go solar in that uh, in that case. But you can go get some sort of electric contract that, that that's going to provide you with green power. So you're seeing those options cost wise. Yeah. I mean, you're going to continue to see the price of, uh, of panels come down. I mean, the manufacturing process is highly automated. You know, it's you know, you're taking these silicon wafers and, and, and gluing them together. You know, it's going to be very similar, I think, to what you saw with computer processors and, and as those prices come down with uh, with volume. And then what's really, really cool, and I mentioned, alluded to it at the outset, is, you know, most of our systems these days are going in with, uh, with batteries because we've been able to construct the financing in such a way that it's very similar monthly cost to have a battery or not have a battery. Essentially, the loan product that has a battery and it has a lower interest rate, so it ends up being, a, you know, you're into paying like $40, $50 more a month to have a have a battery versus, uh, versus not and to have that backup for that type 
type of cost. Most people want to do that. Plus, there's going to be all sorts of programs with utilities in the future where you might be able to get additional payments for allowing the utility to use that battery when they uh, when they need it and create sort of these virtual power plants, which is really cool technology and something that I'm spending a lot of time working on with my utility hat, talking to utilities, municipalities, and all those guys about how guys about how you can, uh, you know, leverage these assets that are in your, uh, in your territory, in your jurisdiction, these batteries. And the cool thing about that is the cost of batteries is, is just plummeting, right? You know, the technology there is getting better and better and batteries are probably, I don't know, about five years behind panels in terms of the, the way the economics are working, but you're sort of starting to see that almost like reverse hockey stick on the, uh, on the batteries as the costs are coming down, new technologies are coming on. Coming around, you're hearing a lot about hydrogen and, and 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 other different storage technologies. So I think that's where you're going to see just a ton of innovation, where you're going to be able to store more power at a cheaper uh, cheaper cost, back up your home. I mean, just in the past six months, we rolled out technology from Generac that actually enables us to back up the whole home with a battery. It used to be we could only pick four or five circuits, but now we have some technology. We rolled out in Texas. We're going to roll it out nationwide, hopefully in the not too distant future, um, that enables you to back up your whole home so you can actually run your AC unit off of the uh, off of the battery, which is phenomenal. So, you know, we can see a world where these, uh, you know, natural gas backup generators, propane backup generators, you know, uh, regular gas backup generators go away and you don't have that noise and pollution and you're just using clean, uh, clean power that's stored in your batteries. Wow. Wow. That's wow, wild. wow. That is wild. So are you guys, are you, are you based here in the Carolinas? Is that correct? We sure are. So yeah. our, yeah. our headquarters right. are right in Morrisville. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that's why. How do you and not to go political, but look, we 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 are all looking at what this <laughs> what gets approved and what doesn't get approved here in Congress in the near future and we know this administration has a huge uh green uh initiative. Um how do you feel about that and and how will that benefit you guys granted it gets passed through? Yeah, certainly our our, our CEO likes to talk about this how it really isn't um uh, a, a partisan uh, issue. Our demographics are, inter- are are really interesting. We probably have more Republican customers than we do <laughs> Democrat uh, customers, which is, is kind of interesting when you when you look at it. And their buying reasons are, are are different, but it's um it's interesting on that. It's you know energy is energy. Everybody needs to use it. Um, there is certainly stuff in this uh, in, in in the bill that uh, that is in in front of Congress, which hopefully in some way, shape, or form gets passed at, at some point in our our lifetimes. But um, it, there's so much stuff in there that would be helpful for our, our industry. Um, you know, standalone ITC credit for uh, for batteries, so you can actually get an investment tax credit for for batteries without ne- then the full value of the battery. Um, you know, without necessarily having it tied to solar, but more importantly, not necessarily having it only be charged by solar. Right. So there's some nuances in the tax code where if you use the grid to charge the battery. And, and and solar all of a sudden the tax credit might not be applicable to the battery again i'm not a tax expert but that's sure. one of the uh, one of the potential implications this standalone itc credit would get a go away from that. And the cool part about that is all of a sudden the utility that becomes an even more flexible asset for the, uh, for the utilities on those virtual power plants. Um, you know, EV chargers are coming. 
Um, EVs are all, you know, they're proliferating and you're going to start seeing more and more and more of them. This is a massive problem for the grid because what's going to happen is you're going to start getting all of these peaks on the grid. Now, traditionally, most electric grids are going to peak between, say, four and eight o'clock in the uh, in the afternoon during the summer that's when you're going to get your your grid peak with evs that could fundamentally change because you could have that peak at four to eight when everybody comes home and their, their ac comes in but then you could have another peak overnight when everybody's plugged those cars in and is charging them and you start oh, getting yeah. homes with two or three uh, cars in them are, you know, like this new Ford F-150 with that massive battery. In yeah. it. I mean, you're talking huge spikes to charge these things. And we're talking about a peak at a time in the day that the grids have never seen before. And nobody really knows what's happening. So if you get a flexible resource with a battery, all of a sudden, if you can charge it from the sun and you can charge it from the grid, you can really effectively switch um, and manage when those peaks are going to happen because the, the grid, if it's tied into this smart battery, could essentially say, well, hey, the grid is about to peak here. Let's go have all these batteries start running the homes or charging the cars yeah. versus drawing from the grid. And you can sort of shift these things and it gives them a lot more, more flexibility. So that's where the technology's uh, going. EVs are going to play a huge role in this. A lot of the utilities I talk to are very you know, concerned about this and trying to figure out how to do it because they see it coming. Sure. And, you know, all the car manufacturers are going ahead and making all these electric cars <laughs> and we're not making these uh, we're not making the required investments in, in infrastructure. I mean, you look out in California, what's 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 happened with PG&E out there, um, you know, and that that's probably the best publicized uh, uh, event in terms of utility infrastructure that's you know failing. But yeah, you know, the grid is old everywhere. Sure. And. Nobody has the money to, you know, you're talking trillions of dollars to fix the grid. So um, Huge the better way to do it is guys. to get more distributed resources there and put less of a strain on said grid. Yeah, that's wild. You're positioned well. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Absolutely. Speaking of position, let's talk about your daughter for a second. <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's if do we this. can, because we hear some incredible things. Uh, uh, in your life, in your family's life. And uh, we, we would love to hear a little bit more about that. Uh, yeah, so. We know she's a soccer star, but she might be moving into another sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my daughter, uh, daughter Charlotte, she's uh, been playing soccer since, I don't know, two, three years old. We put her in a, in a program and, you know, she's really gotten to some great heights in soccer, really wants to play soccer in college and doing all the things that you need to do with uh, with that. But uh, opportunity came up about two, three weeks ago where her uh, her high school soccer coach introduced her to the uh, the football coach over at uh, Mallet Creek and said, hey, do you want to potentially audition to be the kicker for uh, for Mallet Creek? And this is the funny part about it is it's something she had always sort of jokingly talked about. Oh, I'd love to go kick for the football team. I could go kick for the football team. It's like, yeah, all you got to do is find time in your uh, your crazy schedule to go try out and, and, and do it. Well, she went over, she drilled four or five field goals in this little audition that they had for her. And they, uh, 
you know, went out of their way at that stage to be like, Hey, we would love to have you on the team. We can be as flexible as you, uh, you need to be to, um, to get her, uh, you know, not conflicting with her soccer schedule or, or anything else that she was doing. And here we are, uh, three weeks later, she's going to make her debut for the, the Mallard Creek uh, Mavericks tonight, um, against Huff. So they, they've thrown her into an incredibly, uh, <laughs> probably their toughest game of the year. She's got a, got a debut and apparently she's gonna, gonna make kickoffs tonight. Um, not going to do PATs or field goals unless something goes horribly wrong tonight. And then they'll ease her into that, the, the game after against, uh, uh, opponent that might not be uh, quite as dangerous as Huff. So um, it's really exciting. It's uh, it's totally, uh, totally crazy what she's done. I mean, a lot of the stuff she has, I was telling you guys earlier in the buildup here, I and mean, she's been this little Instagram star for, I don't know, two or three years now doing all these freestyle soccer and stuff on Instagram. She's got like 43,000 followers up there, which has just been amazing. And now here she is going into the, uh, going into uh be a female Football. kicker at a four A school. I mean, it's it's crazy. <laughs> Congratulations, man! That is that is awesome. Just goes to show you, you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind and it's, heart and soul to it. It's unbelievable. Check, you check her out, Charlie Soccer Ten on Instagram. Forty two point six thousand followers. That's incredible, um, and she is damn talented. I'll tell you that. So check that <laughs> out, soccer star, football star. Solar panels. We got the whole thing here on the Brand Boaters podcast. Uh, but Matt, thank you for for joining us and, and sharing the story. Um, you know, Power Home Solar. It, it's great to have a business that's that's I believe over a billion dollars now. In the last six years, you've gone from fifteen employees to twenty two hundred. Uh, it's a hell of a story, but it's one that you know supports our really our environment, and I think it's just it's unique. It's people that get innovative to come up with the next you know, opportunity. And that's why we started this podcast, to hear uh, what people that, that aren't just trying to do the same thing that their neighbor's doing, right? They're coming out there and doing something a little bit different. I think that's what you guys have been able to do. And uh, you can clearly tell how passionate you are about this. Before we do let you go, if people are interested right now in either getting an evaluation, um, if their home is good, if their business, what's the best way to get in touch with you, get in touch with the team, and get that process started? Yeah, so the best way to get in touch with us is to call us at 800-POWER-90. Um, and whoever picks up the phone there will be able to help you out, get you scheduled, whether it's for your home or your business. Give that number a call. Tell them what you want to go solar, and we can see what we can do to, uh, to help you out there. Absolutely love it. Well, Matt, um, appreciate you joining us. Thank you for uh, for sharing the story. We will be praying for you tonight as you as you see Thank your you. daughter Thank you. suit up in a different uniform than she's normally wearing, but she'll do awesome. I can imagine that. And uh, just so excited to have you on. Can't wait to meet you in person. Best of luck to you and Power Home Solar. And uh, until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.